Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masachas Erev in Parak Yod, Mishnah Vav and Mishnah Zayin. And today's Mishnah is being learned B'schos Esther Bas Rachel Shishi B'zeichet of Andrew Zivik Hagon Bekarav Mamesh. Mishnah Vav tells us Lo Yamad Adam B'shosa Yochid V'yishter B'shosa Rabbim B'shosa Rabbim V'yishter B'shosa Yochid. A person is not allowed to stand in R'shosa Yochid and drink something in R'shosa Rabbim or vice versa. This means in essence that the person, let's say, is standing in the R'shosa Yochid and his hand and maybe his head is inside the R'shosa Rabbim and he's holding the cup in his hand and he's drinking this nice cup of water. Now the reason why he's not allowed to do that is because we're afraid he's going to end up bringing the cup of water to where he's actually standing, which is in the Rosh Hashanah and it means that he's transferring from the Rosh Hashanah into the Rosh Hashanah Let's remember, two Mishnahs ago, we had said that a person is allowed to stand in Rosh Hashanah and move things around that are in Rosh Hashanah or vice versa. And that's permitted because we're talking about objects that he's not going to be bringing into the Rosh Hashanah that he's standing in. But over here, we're talking about him drinking a cup of water. And so over here, we're actually afraid that he will bring it into the Rosh Hashanah that he's standing in, therefore no drinking this water. Except for, in the following scenario, says the Mishnah, unless his head and the majority of his body is extended into the place where he's drinking. So if he's in the Rosh Hashanah and the water's in the Rosh Hashanah, he would have to extend his head and the majority of his body into the Rosh Hashanah in order to be able to drink this water, because then we're not afraid he's going to bring the water into the Rosh Hashanah because the majority of him is located in the Rosh Hashanah. The Mishnah then says, the same thing with the wine press. Now this halacha that's not related to Shabbos, this has to do with Trumas Amaisras. We know that before a person finishes processing his produce, it's not chayv yet in truma and meiser, and he's allowed to eat from it in an arai fashion, in a snacking temporary fashion. And the same thing is with a wine press. He has a bunch of grapes, he puts them in the upper part of the wine press, jumps all over them, steps on them, squeezes them, and the juice flows down into the lower part where it's going to be stored, and eventually it's going to become wine. Now the processing is still not finished, so he's allowed to drink from it in an arai fashion. How does he do so? So he can lean over the wine press with his head and the majority of his body there, fill up a cup and then drink like that. Drinking in such a way is considered arai, it's considered temporary, it's just like he's taking a snack. However, if he's going to fill up a cup of grape juice and then bring it to where he is, outside the wine press, so that's already considered that it's not arai, and then he would be chayv to take off Truman Meister in that scenario. Going back to Shabbos-related halachas, the Mishnah says, A person can be kailet. He can catch water that's coming out of a mazchela, a drain pipe, as long as he catches it lower than ten tfachim. So we have a drain pipe or a gutter of sorts that's on top of a house. All the water flows from the roof into the drain pipe, and the drain pipe is just open at the end, and it flows out in a nice fountain into the Rosh Hashanah. So he's allowed to catch that water if he wants, as long as he catches it within 10 Tfachim of the Rosh Hashanah. We know that within 10 Tfachim of the Rosh Hashanah is considered the Rosh Hashanah, so that means that his hand in his cup is in the Rosh Hashanah, and the water, when it's falling into his cup, is in the Rosh Hashanah as well, so there's no problem. Now he has to make sure not to take his cup, or his mouth for that matter, and put it right by the entrance of the drain pipe where it's coming out of the roof. That's because the entrance of these drain pipes were usually within three tfachim of the roof. That makes the drain pipe itself like the roof, which means it's a Rosh Hashayachid, and that would mean that he's standing in the Rosh Hashayachid, taking something from Rosh Hashayachid, so that's a problem. However, the mission continues, if he wants to take it from a tzinor, he could drink in any which way that he wants. Now, how is this tzinor different than a mazchela? So a tzinor is the pipe that extends from the top of the mazchela, instead of the drain pipe being open at the top by the roof, and the water just flowing out in a nice fountain all the way into the Rosh Hashanah, the tzinor is kind of like what we have nowadays. We have a drain pipe running along the side of the house, and the water comes down at the bottom, not splashing in a big fountain all over the Rosh Hashanah. So if he's getting water from the tzinor, he could do it in any which way he 
wants. He doesn't have to catch the water. He can actually take the cup and place it right next to the opening. And the reason why that's permitted is because when we're dealing with a tsinar, it doesn't run alongside the house right next to the wall. It's usually more than three tfachim off the house, making it considered a makayim patur. Therefore, he's allowed to take the water directly from it. Moving on to Mishnah Zayin. The Mishnah tells us, Bar We have a bar that's in the Rosh Hashanah This bar is a pit that holds water in it, and the bar is a Rosh Hashanah itself. Now, the chulia of the bar, the rim, which is around the bar, is ten tfachim also. So, chalayin shal gabav, if there's a window above this bar, let's say there's a house that's right near the bar, and there's a window overlooking this pit that has water in it, those that are in the window, meaning the people living in the house, they're allowed to fill up water from this bar on Shabbos. Now, why is that permitted? So, they're in a Rosh Hashanah they're in their house. This bar is a Rosh Hashanah as well, and that means that when they're filling up water from a bucket, they're transferring from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah. Now, usually, if someone wants to transfer from one Rosh Hashanah to another by way of a Rosh Hashanah, that's problematic. However, over here, we have this cholya, the rim of the bar, which is ten tfachim high. So that means that when this fellow fills his bucket up with water, in order to get it to where he is in the window, he has to lift it up more than ten tfachim above the Rosh Hashanah because he has to be able to clear the cholya, he has to be able to clear the rim of the bar. And that means that he's transferring from Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah, more than ten tfachim above the Rosh Hashanah, and that area is considered a Mekayim Patur, so it's 100% permitted. And a similar case, Ashba Rosh Hashanah, Gavayasar Tfachim, a garbage dump or a trash heap that's in the Rosh Hashanah, which is ten tfachim high, Kalohin Shal Gaba, if there's a window overlooking it, Shaivchen L'Soycham Mayim B'Shabes, they're allowed to take their wastewater and pour it out of the window into this garbage dump on Shabbos. Again, this is for the same reason. He's transferring from his Rosh Yachid from the house into the trash dump, which is Rosh Yachid, more than 10 tefachim above the airspace of Rosh Hashanah which is a Makayim Patur, so there's no issues. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Chesentes. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.